Hello and welcome to an impromptu Coleman Had a Dream podcast. We're going to do a little chat for you uh, today after the Ireland game and hopefully something after the Denmark game uh, on the weekend as well. Just a, a, a brilliant night of football to watch. Wasn't it just fun? I mean, the, the best part of it, I mean, great as the score was, was to actually just the enjoyment in the football. You know, the number of times we just sat here, I mean, I mean Hayley from Fee Wells actually sent us a message, didn't she? She said she can't rem- remember celebrating a goal by laughing. And that was actually the, that was the feeling all through yeah. the game. It was just so enjoyable and just beautiful, beautiful football. I think that is the word that I take from it more than anything was just enjoyable. And that's exactly what it was. From start to finish, I just had a great time. Um, I thought the goals were brilliant. They could have had a couple more, which is being greedy. The goal they scored basically doesn't count. Um, And there's just so many positive things that we can talk about tonight. Um, I'll start off, the most positive for me, other than the results, obviously, has got to be Ethan Ampadu. Yeah, it's just the way he kind of bosses what he's doing is amazing, isn't it? You You could see him. There were times where he was, you know, pushing away uh, the rest of the one well, he was in midfield technically the rest of the defense taking control but those touches the ball for the first goal it's just lovely it is passing altogether is just from a different sphere and I think the thing I like about him most in that midfield role and I know we've, we've wanted him there for a while but if you look at that midfield three we've got the three perfect midfielders to play that be the spine of that mm-hmm. side. You've got Ampadu, who can break up play and, 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 and spray these brilliant balls. Yeah. You've got Alan, who's metronomic with his pattern and keeps it simple and clever. And then further forward again, you've got Ramsey, who's capable of creating space and dragging things around and and, and just being a great footballer, as yeah. we saw with a goal he scored. So I think it's a really exciting trio. Yeah, and I think the fact that you can potentially pay four at the back and know that Ampadu can drop in as a fifth when you need it. I mean, there was a point there in the early in the second half, wasn't it, when he just held up. I can't remember the Irish player, but he just held him up in the box, held him off with his yeah. strength basically, and cleared it. And uh, and you think, yeah, that's actually that versatility to be able to drop back when you need it and have the maturity and the nouns and the skill to do what's needed. Yeah, know under, when to do it under well. that pre- under that pressure, and yet. To be able to, you know, cross the ball fifty yards across the pitch and, and yeah. pull their defense out of shape at the, you know, in in thirty seconds later, it's just wonderful. We're he, very blessed to absolutely. have him. Absolutely, he was uh, to me, and I know, you know, Bale scored a wonderful goal and everything. To me, he was the man of the match. I, I thought he was the best player on the pitch by by a mile. Um, I had a message off one of my friends actually, which who made a very very valid point, which was he does this thing where he goes and stands in weird places on the pitch and a lot of the time it's not to get the ball mm-hmm. it's to drag other people out of position and I, I thought that I'm going to call him Di Brooks now just to proper make him Welsh but I thought Di Brooks did that I thought he has this thing of standing in a weird not weird position because obviously he's played wide but in a weird part of the wide play like maybe between the lines or something mm-hmm. in an area you don't expect him to and again part of that is to attract people to him, create space for others. And I think that's part of the reason that Conor Roberts scored his goal, yeah. is because he was allowed and able to come forward into space that he wouldn't normally be because David Brooks was somewhere 
I was going to say shouldn't be, but like in a different position. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was great. I thought, and I thought Connor Roberts. We had the the chat kind of as we were going through the game of I said on Twitter that I, someone needs to take that shirt from from Gunter and prove that they are kind of deserving of taking that off someone who's had eighty eight caps. I know. And he did. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm delighted to be wrong. I'm delighted to be wrong. Yeah, I think uh, just the the energy that he brought on the right there was was really impressive. And admittedly, you know, the Irish have got a lot of things they've got to address. So we, you know, the, we need to have a bit of perspective as well. But uh, yeah, there was there was a drive and. There was a, a point earlier in the first half, I think, when he was up on a on a cross and almost got a header in, and I remember you saying, "What is he doing yeah. there?" But he had the space to do it. Yeah. So whether you know, we've got to look also at whether that's that would be a normal performance too. Um, I agree. But equally, you know, as you, as you like you said in the last podcast, you made the point that someone needs to take the shirt off Gunter, and he certainly made a case. You can't oh. you can't deny that. Um, I think all of this, like as we were saying, as the game go, was going on, needs to be tempered with the fact that Ireland was shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and whilst that is true, they had an, an awful, awful night. I think it's worth pointing out that I know we did the maths we were going through, but there's a relatively similar number of Premier League players compared to Champions League, uh, Championship players. Sorry, in both both sides. Mm-hmm. Especially toward the end, and I know we've got Gareth Bale, who's you know the exceptional player on the pitch, and and I know we've got Ramsey, who's probably not far behind him. But there are still a lot of players there who are, who play week in week out at a similar-ish level. Um, you know, Dummett came on for us, but it, you had Kieran Clark playing for them, and Duffy plays Premier League football for them. So I don't think they're necessarily as bad as we're kind of making out. I think there's a part of it that is obviously they played really badly. But I think there's a fairly even part that is the reason they played badly is because we absolutely mugged them off. Yeah, and it wasn't as though the only people on the pitch for us making plays were Ramsey and Bale. It was happening all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we didn't rely on just their quality to overwhelm Ireland. There was a lot more going on. Than that. I totally agree. And there was there was quality everywhere, um, to the point where you know if you if you think about it, Ramsey was the one that made the the one real mistake of the yeah, game, ironically. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think you can say we won because we had a couple of plates that were so much better than that. Yeah. We were we were better across the field oh, totally today. Agree. We were better yeah. across the field. And it's just exciting. I mean, I remember I think Tim Williams Spirit Fifty Eight. He did a T-shirt of. Uh, Brooks, Ampadu, and Woodburn, Woodburn. and Wilson, I think and, and Wilson, yeah. yeah, like coming on in that France game mm-hmm. together, um, and talking about that being the beginning. Today was the beginning. You know, they've had an extra, uh, probably what are we saying, nine months to kind of grow into their club roles and become proper professional footballers, um, and today they like. Delivered and then I know Woodburn didn't make the squad in the end, and and Wilson didn't get on, um, but still, you know, they've really matured and really grown. And I said after the Mexico game, Joe Ledley will be lucky to get many more caps. And on Ethan Ampadu's performance tonight, the only way 
Joe Ledley is going to get more caps is if Ethan Ampadu's injured. Mm-hmm. For me, that no, he, I, I, I know I, he's only 17 and he needs more time, experience, whatever. He's a starter yeah. every week for me for now. Yeah, he doesn't look like that, does he? No, no. As long, I mean, as long as he's as long as he's progressing at Chelsea, then uh, the other thing I think the fact that we didn't have Woodburn and Wilson, you know, even in the fold today, and yet we played like that. You know, you think what else we can we can bring to the table? That's, you know, that's something we should value as well. There are there are there's more in store, as it were. You know, there's more to bring in. Um, off the sidelines so it wasn't even as though that was like our, our top 11 yeah. and the only 11 we can put out and the only permutation we have sorry I forgot <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing that so uh, you know there's there's genuine depth there you're talking about Ledley not playing but if we need him you know you've got yeah. someone reliable there you've got some depth yeah. you've got some we talked some about backup. Andy King the other day yeah um, and again you think about those players be it King, Ledley are they going to set the world alight? No. Can they do a job? Absolutely. You know, you think about dropping a, a young, exciting player like Ben Woodbow. Dropping is obviously the wrong word, but a couple of years ago, we wouldn't have been able to do that. Wilson, who has been one of our brightest stars recently, he's not gone on. No. Um, I'm really excited by that. Uh, Tyler Roberts is another one. I've, I've wanted to see more of him for a while. Because I think he's the sort of centre-forward we need. Who's mobile, strong, quick. And he kind of showed those attributes tonight. He held the ball up well when he needed to. He, he moved along the front line very, very well. And yeah. showed he's got he's got something we're missing, I think. Yeah, he wasn't playing just as a target man. Yeah. Which tends to be how Vokes, and perhaps to a lesser extent, Hal would play. Yeah. But certainly Sam. Um he he brings a kind of bridge between the midfield and the striker role almost, doesn't he? And so I thought that was interesting. And he played well in the obviously yeah. on twenty minutes yeah. or so that he was on. And he and he could and maybe even should, should have got a yeah. goal. So yeah. and what a brilliant thing we sat we sat here talking about this game. And we've not even talked about the fact that Gareth Bale scored a wonderful goal. <laughs> or was on the pitch in general, you know. Uh, so it's a colossal thunderstorm just starting outside. Um, yeah, you know, just which is fantastic. Well, very quickly, we'll just go through the goals. I thought, uh, obviously, wonderful finish by Lawrence, but mm-hmm. the build up to that, the passing around it, Ampadu's ball across That's field is fantastic. Um, great little through ball. Was that Alan, I think, who played the through I ball? I think so, yeah. Um, and a wonderful finish. Uh, Bale's second goal, like that ball from Ben Davis. Yes. Just it was. We were saying at the time, wasn't it? It almost felt like the young lads had created the first goal, and the more established players were like, "Well, we can do that too." Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> hang on, lads, back in your cage, boys. Um, and, and, and a brilliant goal, and obviously, and Ramsey's third goal was was born out of just magnificent hard work by Ampadu, who, as I keep saying, is definitely the the man of the match for me. Um, Wins the ball off Jonathan Walters, who, by the way, straight away knew it wasn't a free kick because the fastest Jonathan Walters moved all night was when he got mugged off by a 17-year-old and started chasing after him. Um, and actually did kind of track back and did mm-hmm. what he had to do. And then, you know, played played a great ball and, and eventually a great finish by Ramsey. So, again, just, just a great, great passing move. Yeah. 
on the fourth goal, I feel like somewhere Chris Gunter is sat in that dressing room going, oh bloody hell. Um, wrong foot. Wrong foot and a lovely finish. In fact, there was almost probably the first touch that Conor Roberts had might almost be a bad touch, doesn't yeah. it? Because it does bobble up quite a Pops lot. Pops up, yeah. But then uh, it's a lovely finish. Makes up for it, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll give him that one. And I think, like, we were, we were talking about the, the football and the build-up to that. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was football from, you know, from the Wales don't play sort of thing, you know, like one-touch flicks, tricks. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I know, you know, we say maybe you got a bit lucky with the first touch, but that little drilled ball from Bale across to him, that was about six inches, eight inches off the ground the whole the time. Whole Perfect. No yeah. rotation on the ball. <laughs> Um, just magnificent so what an enjoyable night I'm not, I don't even want to talk about that goal um, <laughs> just what an enjoyable it night was just, it was just fun wasn't it, it was uh, fun. and I think of all the the kind of stressful games we've we've had recently obviously the China Cup aside this is it's a game that matters mm-hmm. and it looks like now that we're going to play a real Danish side on on the weekend rather than a pub 11 which is a bit of a shame if I'm honest but I think putting this three points into context tonight it is something that matters because ahead of the qualifying campaign even starting we can A get promotion to this A league which would be some great games for for Wales but also we'd get playoff spot for Euro 2020 yeah and we're going to help our ranking come the December 2nd draw if we can creep up a little bit in the rankings to some decent play over, yeah. the, over the next six, six weekend you know six uh, match games days. match days that's the word thank you uh, then we're going to you know that's going to help come that draw as well absolutely and I think that I saw uh, I can't remember who I was I think it might have been Hugh Davis tweeted um, about should we win the group where we would kind of be projected and we'd right. still be a second seed so we'd be the second seed so we'd still come up against a, uh, but there's know, two a qualifiers you know there's two qualifiers also in the Euros, true also so. true and I think it's also worth pointing out that Iceland are still in that mm-hmm. top pot and for, for no minute would I say there'd be a pushover but I'd rather face them than a Spain or mm-hmm. an England or whoever so you know as you say two teams qualify there's a lot of positive stuff would be guaranteed playoffs if we if we won so I think it's an exciting kind of circumstance and everything you know very lot, lot of positive things to say and a lot of stuff to look forward to so looking forward towards Sunday would you make any changes to that starting 11 now we're playing a full Danish side I really don't think I would the only one I would change I think would probably be Mepham Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like Ash and Chester are, are a much more familiar pair with one another. You made the point as the as we were watching the game that maybe he's playing Ash and Chester, uh, Ash and Mepham, sorry, today, and will be as a consequence maybe playing Dummett and Chester on Sunday. I think I think the fact that Dummett came on probably changed my opinion on that actually so what you think it might we might go to a three I think we might because if if we're paying their strongest side a draw wouldn't be a bad result 
So I wonder whether we look to strengthen at the back a bit. That's a fair point. Um, I think just the way we've played football today suggests to me that we will stick with the four. And I would expect Chester to come in as part of that. It's like I said, when you've got Ampadu there, you can play a five you when you need to. You know, yeah. it's very true. Yeah. And full-backs on either side, Robertson and Davis can fit into that mm-hmm. kind of more wing-back system yeah. rather than full-back. So that's a fair point, I think. Um, so I, I think we'll probably stay as we are and maybe Chester will come in from, mm-hmm. from Epham is my is my thought and then as you say maybe that might become a five with with Ampadu overall I think whatever happens on Sunday what a positive tonight has been and what an enjoyable night it's been and looking ahead to the Danish game and maybe I'm being wildly optimistic and I've had four beers but I I think we can go there and beat them but solely on the basis that you look at this. This has been a mess for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've not prepared. They've not trained. Uh, maybe tomorrow now might be their kind of training day. I don't know if this, you know, it seems like it's going to have been sorted. Um, but this is a mess for them. Yeah. yeah. And I think we've got to go there on the back of what's been a wonderful performance. And have a bloody good go at them. Agree with that. Also, if I mean, obviously, we've got to play them. It's probably our hardest game of the of the Nations League. So on that basis, yes, it would have been great to play the pub, pub team, but we might as well play them while they're unsettled. Yeah. Haven't, you know, aren't together as a unit, are probably a bit preoccupied. Certainly not a bad time to play them, yeah. is it? Yeah, I think it's, it's what it is. I hope the um, Danish FA do something on Sunday to honour those guys that went down and played the rather than just like good job wave, waving them off at like the airport in Copenhagen yeah. and ignoring them when they come back and then yeah ta-ta no that's fair. Um, you know they they stepped in at a, you know at a point where they probably went thinking they'd get embarrassed they didn't in fairness yeah. um, and they did a solid by the the Danish FA so I, I hope they do they reciprocate that on Sunday no I think that's fair yeah. I think that's fair um just final thoughts really ahead of that game I think I think you're right it's a good it's a good time to play them mm-hmm. and I think we should go there and have a go at them I think we need to be wary of their threats yeah uh, Christian Eriksen obviously being the main one but I do think we have more than enough ability to go, go there and cause them problems and I think regardless of the team we've played today I think they'll probably have been watching that game today and gone Oh, hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right. I think a draw going there is a, is a good result. Yeah. And if we can nick three points, which are more than capable of doing, then obviously that's, that's the dream. Yeah. All right, on to Sunday. Well, uh, we're going to do something for you on Sunday straight after the match, instant match reaction. Um, we are going to the pub for the game on Sunday, so I'm not sure the quality of it or how many beers we will have had afterwards. Um, but we will do something on Sunday, however brief. Um, so we hope you enjoyed listening to this. We're going to Can try I and do. Just chip in. I, w- I would just settle for you not dislocating your shoulder this time. Now you've said that. That's exactly. What no, no, no. Now I said it won't. I'm not sure. That's it the way things that. work. No. 
Well, anyway, we're about to have an argument. Um, before we do, uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, come on, Wales. <laughs>